This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food and drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area, there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there, or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather, they have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. I want to touch on a couple of different items. First of all, uh, Tim White, Channel 12. I know him. I like him. Uh, we don't socialize, but we're friendly. And I knew, obviously, uh, his father, late Jack White, great reporter. So Tim White has a story out regarding the chief of police in Providence. And I've had the opportunity to get to know chief oscar perez now he's new he's taken over from chief clemens um unfortunately listen i think there's a lot of politics involved with being the chief of police say what you want about the old guard but when it was mayor lorza and then he had the uh, public safety commissioner stephen perry and then chief clemens by and large it seemed could have been a lot of politics but it was behind the scenes and Seemingly, Mayor Lorza, or somehow maybe Chief Clemens, managed to navigate all of that. Now, Mayor Smiley has his new team, which is he has uh, Kevin Lanny is the commander, who's the number two, and then Chief Perez is his chief. Uh, I hate the visual. I hate the visual of, and I'm not faulting Tim White. Tim White has a story. He's following up on it. No one's going on the record, but he has the information. Um, and to be honest, I've heard about this. It's floating out there. Many times if allegations are made, in this case the FBI, they, they have to follow up on it. So, But I, I don't believe it's going to bear any fruit here. So um, much like many times we hear people have different defenses of a lot of nepotism, uh, but the, the chief, obviously, this chief of police of Providence, and his brother's also a sergeant. I don't believe I know the brother. But then they have a nephew who's seemingly on the wrong side of the law. But there is, at this point, there's no evidence to bear or show that the nephew got any deference um, because of the fact that, you know, uh, his uncle who is Oscar Perez, is the chief of police of Providence. So, but I I think, and and I understand Mayor Smiley, they're trying to juggle and balance, okay, we don't want to seem defensive, and we don't want to seem defensive. We don't want to throw the guy under the bus. We want to be supportive, but I don't know if they need to be on camera. I really don't like the visual. Um, It almost looks to me is if like chief perez has been called into the principal's office and mayor smiley is the parent that gets called in and also has to meet with them so i um in the past i have not refrained from calling out some of the difficulties with different police chiefs there was a major problem with the chief of police in central falls several years ago i right away had heard a lot of rumblings about then chief barney prignano Never mind how he got to the position of chief, but things that were going on. And I was proven right. I remember hearing about he was giving out test answers for people that were going to take tests. And I remember uh, the late Jim Terracani telling me that I was I was wrong. No, Pregnano, straight as an arrow, cops, cop, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then proven to be wrong. But in this, I don't believe that's the case with Chief Perez. But it is definitely a story out there. Now, we also seemingly have a clarification here with the mayor of Warwick, Mayor Pocosi, took a very heavy-handed approach. Now, on Tuesday afternoon, I went out and I was able to capture, live stream, some of these. What he was saying was that there were these two coyotes walking side by side, roaming the neighborhoods of Oakland Beach. And, and they're beautiful creatures, and there's two of them, and it is unusual. As someone pointed out to me, it would be unusual to see two German shepherds. 
that look exactly the same marching around the video and i have the video up on all different platforms whether it's topetro.com or on facebook and it is striking it is different i don't know what to make of these people that still don't see the newsworthy element of it just it's the unusual nature of it will now come and they had an expert and then Mayor Pacozzi came out and took a heavy, you know, we got to stop these people. There was a member of the media live streaming and blah, blah, this has got to stop and leave them alone. We have an expert and they're black coyotes. Well, now that was then. This is now. Now Mayor Pacozzi, Mayor Coyote, has come out and said that, oh, no, it, it would seem that they're a mixture of dogs and wolves and that the owner has stepped forward. So now there's a little controversy on this. And how did they get there? Who do they belong to? Now, I can't confirm this, but I've heard that having those types of animals and they kind of breed them that way, part wolf, part dog. Now, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but someone has said that that is illegal to do in Rhode Island. But the owner's been in touch with them. How they got there, so far we don't know. Who is the owner? Don't know that. How did the owner it's kind of been out there in the news and i also want to go after you know you had mayor pacosi chastising the media about video you know i was i was guilty as charged i was live streaming the coyotes on tuesday but then it turns out that the well what he said was coyotes and the police identified as coyotes and the expert that mayor coyote said that he had gotten said they were coyotes well, the owner saw my Facebook video and then contacted the city. So the mayor chastising the media about being out there. And then the actual owner of these animals has come forward to claim them. So I think, and the mayor has typos. He was posting this early. I don't, I don't know exactly what's happening with the mayor of Warwick. Uh, it's an unusual story. I know some people still don't understand the, the nature of it. If you see the video, the way the two of them, whether they are part dog, part wolf, or part coyote, but the way they are wandering around in tandem, they're not afraid of humans. Uh, there's something very unusual about it. But the mayor immediately said that they were coyotes, black coyotes. The mayor of Warwick, Mayor Coyote, well, it's actually Mayor Pacosi, immediately told the media to stop filming them told people stop taking pictures of them that they're coyotes just leave them alone he also claimed you had people saying oh they should be a roger williams park zoo i think the zoo could speak for themselves i had someone reach out to me oh i think you know you should make an effort to get them brought to the zoo well i mean there are people that work at the zoo and they're looking at the news they could certainly make their own argument i don't think they need me to be suddenly this false advocate that steps forward but I'm just going to point out those two mayors, both the mayor of Providence. Again, I like Mayor Smiley, and I'd like to cover his administration. I think he's doing a lot of things in the right direction. I think he's going to be cautious with this police situation. You don't want to overmanage. I remember years ago, I spoke to someone who was the chief of police in Providence. He said, I loved every day of being a police officer until I became the chief. And then the politics of City Hall and the politics of the city council and the politics in general that come into play so i would say now on the one hand the mayor mayor smiley did step forward and defended his police officers as he should have against these atv riders but i'm not sure they know how to handle this channel 12 story now a mayor who is i believe leading and doing the right thing is the mayor of cranston and that is Mayor Hopkins. He's announcing they're not going to allow these homeless encampments in the city of Cranston. They're not. And folks, I want to be really clear. No mayor should. And they shouldn't be on state property. They shouldn't be anywhere. If you tolerate one, they mushroom into five tents. Then they become ten tents. So I'm not sure what part of trespassing people that defend them don't understand. It, it, it's not that we have we have laws we have rules and regulations this business of some of the advocates will then turn around and say all right well then what's your suggestion where do they go i don't have one 
It's not up to me. Well, then where do you, what do you say we do with them? I, I'm saying you can't sleep by the river. You can't sleep under an underpass. You can't set up a tent at a highway off-ramp. So what's my solution? Gee, I don't know. Live in a garage. Li li you know, get a job. Rent out someone's basement. The normal housing that humans are able to do. What's my solution? My solution is no, you're not camping outside on public property. And Mayor Hopkins, the mayor of Cranston, is leading the way. Suddenly, I love how the, the, you know, they try to change the dynamic and it becomes, well, what, what's your solution on where these people should go? First, to the employment office, try to find a job. And then secondly, like everyone else, you get a roommate, you move in with family, rent out someone you know, rent out their basement, rent out their garage. But you can't just start setting up tents everywhere. These people are, well, you want to kick them off the park bench. So what's your solution? To get off the bench. You can't just plop down a tent. Folks, how would you feel if someone, you woke up one morning, there was two tents in your backyard? I, again, if there are people that want to do that, have at it. Then let them, let people rent. People are going to sleep in tents on their yard, but not on public property. This is ludicrous. So state property, whatever. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Next time you have an emergency, think AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. AtMed Urgent Care, when you have an emergency, they specialize ambulatory medicine. They provide immunization, school, and sports physicals. At AtMed Urgent Care, they provide comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals families they're on duty at all times they're open seven days a week walk-in routine urgent care minor surgical now if you're in a car accident go to atman urgent care avoid the long wait at the emergency rooms they also do adult vaccinations laboratory testing atman urgent care when it's an emergency 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right, in the Atwood Medical Center. And also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, online at admedurgentcare.net. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 .9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Well, on the national front, it is now expected, and I am surprised at this because I would think they'd want to wait a little bit longer, but it would seem now that President Biden is set to announce that he will seek re-election. There's several things that surprise me about this. Number one, as we know, obviously, there's, there's problems in the world. Uh, there's problems with Russia. There's problems with China. Um, there's certainly a lot of problems with that. There's problems within the government. The economy is underperforming, to say the least. You still have problems at the border. And something else that is developing is that Hunter Biden may actually now end up actually getting indicted and facing some very, very serious charges. So now President Biden, I mean, let's face it, he would also be 82 years old in going into his second term and be 86 should in fact he complete it i think this is a mistake because i also think this is going to set up a very nice line of attack of republicans arguing that his whole plan is to hand it off to kamala harris his vp now whether or not he replaces her i think he is stubborn i think he's ornery and i don't think he's even going to do that so um I think it's a problem for the Democrat Party. I think you have several people that have been jockeying to try to get themselves in position. A, if Harris is knocked off the ticket, or B, if he doesn't run again. And most notably, obviously the vice president, who is completely underwhelmed, that Mayor Pete, who is just a completely empty suit. Senator Amy Klobuchar, not a huge fan. Not a huge fan. Did well, though. Did well in 2020. And certainly would be one of the people you think might run again. 
Bernie Sanders hasn't even gone away yet. Sure, he's saying, hey, I'm 80, and if Biden's going to run, then I'll run. Um, but then you have Gavin Newsom, the governor of California. Again, I want to explain. I'm saying who I believe would run and be considered a serious contender. It doesn't mean I would vote for them. And then the other person I believe cannot be ignored, and that is, in fact, former Rhode Island governor, now Commerce Secretary, Gina Raimondo, who has certainly been positioning herself. So I want to um, also, folks, just touch on the fact. Now, as I mentioned, this situation with Hunter Biden, I mean, how does they completely underestimate? I mean, do they underestimate how much that would play? Next week, he may make his reelection announcement. Now, that could also be a trial balloon. That could be a trial balloon they want to see how people are going to react to that. So there's that. Apparently, there's also been a spike among Dems who say they would back him. But in a poll that just came out, Wall Street Journal poll, Biden-DeSantis matchup, DeSantis wins. Hypothetical matchup. Biden-Trump matchup, Biden wins. But as we've talked about, President Trump continues to be very strong in the polls. And... His pack and the way that they are attacking Governor DeSantis is getting even stronger, as a matter of fact. So, as a matter of fact, now the latest, they've been running these very kind of uh, demeaning, so to speak, insulting ads about Governor DeSantis. But this latest one in the headline, Trump's new DeSantis attack ad, is a lot more than just pudding. So, they had this thing where he is literally using his fingers to uh, eat pudding. But it, 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 is, um, it is unusual. I think even it's making some people uncomfortable how aggressive that President Trump is, in fact, going after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who, who, remains, who remains, you know, uh, very, very popular in Florida. You know, I'm looking at some of the latest... Um, news ratings boy abc news with david muir number one this is amongst listen to some of these numbers most watch 7.5 million 60 minutes still very strong 7.3 million i also want to remind people these are these are the top shows the week of 418 april 18th so what's or the night excuse me um sunday night What's also interesting about this is, keep in mind, Star Trek was canceled. Star Trek was canceled because it only had 10 million viewers. But NBC Nightly News Lester Holt, 6 million viewers. How about this? CBS Sunday Morning, 795. CBS Nora O'Donnell Evening News, 4,300,000. You know, they are three million behind ABC Nightly News with David Muir. Tucker Carlson, three million two hundred thousand. Good Morning America, three million. The Five on Fox, three million. CBS Face the Nation, two point eight million. NBC Today Show, two point seven million. This week with George Stephanopoulos, two and a half million. NBC's MSNBC Maddow, 2.4 million. You know, she actually beat Hannity. NBC Meet the Press, 2.4 million. Jesse Waters, 2.3 million. CBS Morning Show, 2.2 million. Fox and Friends, 1.5 million. Gutfeld, 1.7 million. Laura Ingram, 1.7 million. How about this one? Mark Levin on Fox, 1.3 million. Bongino, that has now been canceled by Fox, one point, about 1 million. And then CNN, Jake Tate, uh, Jack Tate, Jake Tapper, toy boat, 900,000. So that's aggregated viewers of 418, 418, which was Tuesday night. So, well, folks, um, but that is... I think that is something to watch. I'm still, if he announces 
if if President Biden announces for re-election, and I I I I maybe it is stubbornness. Maybe he and the first lady have decided no, we're gonna we're gonna do it. I I think it really sets up in motion. Um, I I don't think that's good for President Trump, because I think most people would agree that President Biden is very beatable, but with the right type of candidate. The one person that seems to have a problem with him is President Trump. President Trump, if you believe the polls, now I recognize a lot of people don't believe the polls, but if you believe uh, the polls, President Trump has a problem and loses to President Biden. So I think a big question that's going to pop up for people is going to be, is that how are people so all in with President Trump that they are, in fact, willing to once again lose the White House? Um, I, I don't think they are. Now, I also, as I have said, I'm not convinced that Governor DeSantis has closed the deal. There's someone to watch. I was reading an article about former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and he is now really weighing a run in, run in the race. But something else that he, he also completely dismissed, which I agree, and it was I was speaking with someone who was saying that they think that Christie would act as almost like an assassin for DeSantis. And I, I don't agree with that. And um, not only do I, I not agree with it, but Christie completely shut that down outright. And there's, there's nothing to suggest that if he were getting in the race, if anything, he's also been very critical of Governor DeSantis. So now the first debate of the Republicans is coming up in August. In August. So there's still plenty of time. I think May and June is when you're going to start to see some people, whether or not they're in fact going to jump in. We're hearing that Mike Pompeo, former CIA director, former Secretary of State, I, I think I've read that he's having second thoughts. But he seemed fully built and geared up to run. But you don't know until they pull the trigger. DeSantis has not pulled the trigger. Now, then you also have, it sounds like, the governor of Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin, is deciding not to. I think some some of the candidates, and, and you could put Youngkin in that pool, uh, they may have political ambition, presidential ambition, but if they're going to, maybe you just sit it out one one. Why why not wait and see how the dust settles and clears regarding the Trump presence, folks? Without question, President Trump remains the eight hundred pound gorilla. He sucks all the air out of the room. He gets all the attention. It's very difficult, if not impossible, for other candidates that have announced that they're running to try to get any type of attention. When's the last time you saw any news on Nikki Haley? Governor Christie, Chris Christie, is going to give another speech in New Hampshire. So he seems like he's trying to maybe nail that down, see if he could get some support. He did give a speech up there recently. It sounds like he's going to return to New Hampshire to do it. Governor of New Hampshire is another one to watch. But former Vice President Mike Pence still has not formally made the announcement. But Nikki Haley... You don't see her getting any press. Asia Hutchinson that announced. You don't see him getting any press. And it all seems, to, even if they get an interview, even if they score an interview, meaning if they can get someone to agree to put on an interview with them in prime time, all the questions seem to just be asking them about President Trump. So as I have said, I believe what some people underestimate is this is almost like running against an incumbent president. If you want to run in a Republican primary, it's almost as if President Trump is in office and now you're challenging the incumbent. He's that, he's that popular. He's that strong. He garners that much attention, that much press coverage. He's not going away. And it's going to be an uphill battle for anyone to try to even just attempt to get some coverage. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, 
fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating. Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. Whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway, it's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs. No matter how big, how small, contact them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. What a difference it makes for your driveway, for your business, parking lot, J, letter J, J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730 online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on Facebook. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, which is dipietro.com. So, folks, Fox News, it is settled, and they got their heads handed to them. The payout to Dominion, almost 8 hundred million dollars let's pick up some of the coverage was a true last-minute settlement just after opening statements were set to begin judge eric davis announced to the court the parties have resolved their case a blockbuster settlement averting a potentially landmark trial the truth matters Lawyers for Dominion Voting Systems celebrated their settlement with Fox News this afternoon, announcing the company would pay Dominion more than $787 million. Today's settlement of $787,500,000 represents vindication and accountability. Lies have consequences. The truth does not know red or blue. Dominion had been seeking $1.6 billion in damages from Fox for defamation, arguing the company knew the claims of election fraud aired by their guests and some of their hosts were false and aired them anyway. Uh, An update uh, on Dominion. Damaging Dominion's reputation and business in the process. Dominion CEO John Polis. Fox has admitted to telling lies about Dominion that caused enormous damage to my company, our employees, and the customers that we serve. Nothing can ever make up for that. Truthful reporting in the media is essential to our democracy. Attorneys for Fox left the courthouse without comment. In a statement, the company did not apologize, though they acknowledged the court found some of Fox's claims about Dominion to be false. With the settlement, Fox News now avoids a six-week trial. Fox settled pretty clearly to avoid uh, the public humiliation of having to send all of their top talent as well as their top executives into the courtroom. I think they saw the strength of Dominion's case. Dominion's attorneys wouldn't say whether there was anything else in the settlement besides money. Money is accountability. And we got that today from Fox. The trouble isn't over for Fox. Another voting system company, Smartmatic, who Fox News hosts, alleged was part of an effort to rig the 2020 election for Joe Biden, has also sued for defamation and seeking $2.7 billion. Experts say that, too, could end in a settlement and potentially a larger sum. Nora? Now, I want to just tell you, folks, uh, this is a disgrace. And I told you so to so many people that were on board with the the complete unproven lies that the machines were rigged in flipping votes from Trump to Biden. And I want to be very clear about this. I have been more outspoken about some of the problems with voting, certainly more than anyone locally. And I have raised concerns that the Rhode Island Republican Party, State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, does nothing House Minority Leader Mike Chippendale does nothing. Former chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party, Susie Yankee, did nothing. Nothing effective. But so many of you, Rudy Giuliani, Lynn Wood, and Sidney Powell were lying. They were lying. And there was nothing to back that up. I never believed that. 
never believe the machines flipping votes. Mail ballots, definitely a problem. Ballot harvesting, yes. But the way they were depicting and attacking the machines, completely false. Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson. Like many of you, I've watched them for a long time. I've had the privilege of meeting both of them. But the fact that we, and, and you need to understand, where this went off the rails was they were not fully on board. As They were not on board with what Rudy Giuliani was saying, what Sidney Powell was saying, Jenna Ellis, and Team Trump, and Donald Trump Jr., Hannity, Tucker, that they were not on board with that. And I received so many emails from people afterwards. You're wrong. I watched Tucker last night. Hannity was saying that all behind the scenes, they didn't believe anything they were saying. Now, I think this has real ramifications of how Fox is seen. As Tim Dodd says, the speech is free. It's a lie you're going to pay for. And I know right now there are people listening, shaking their head. Nope, it was stolen, blah, blah, blah. That's the media. Uh, it, nothing will ever convince some people. But the fact of the matter is it, it was not the machines. That was the crux of it. That's what they were claiming. I never claimed that. I never claimed that. And Dominion really went after them. I want to play some more of the... Uh, coverage now uh and and people like they were laughing at fox yesterday voting systems after the company settled with fox the attorney uh justin nelson announced the deal it's a really unbelievable figure fox is going to pay dominion voting systems 787 million huh. five hundred thousand wow. Dollars, uh, Dominion's lawyer saying, quote, today represents a ringing endorsement for truth and for democracy. Fox trying to put a f positive face on what can only be interpreted as one of the ugliest and most embarrassing moments in the history of journalism. Fox uh, issued a statement saying, quote, we are pleased to have reached a settlement of our dispute. Dispute. With Dominion Voting Systems, we acknowledge the court's rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. The settlement reflects, I'm sorry, this is going to be difficult to say with a straight face. This settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our, sorry, we are hopeful that our decision to resolve the dispute with Dominion amicably instead of the acrimony of a divisive trial allows the country to move forward from these issues, unquote. Let's bring back CNN legal analyst. Now, folks, again, I already had received an email from someone saying, uh, you know, uh, Juan, I know you're going to talk about this, but I think they're going to appeal. You, you, no, you're missing the point. They're, they're not appealing. There is no trial now. They settled. They, they settled. As I said, where are they going to go with this? They can't go. They, they can't have. They would have had Hannity and Tucker Carlson and Rupert Murdoch on the stand. And it, it, it is bad as this is. And I want people to absorb this because I, I was speaking to someone yesterday and they said, all right, so they have to pay the eight million. I said, no, it's not eight million. And they said, well, how did you say is it then is it almost 80 million? I said, you're not you're not absorbing this. It's, it's close to eight hundred million dollars, eight hundred million. And there's another lawsuit hanging out there. Now, Fox has incredible attorneys. Fox would have done everything to avoid this. Fox would have put all efforts that they have to try to win this suit and with with all you know resources available to them. Eight hundred million. That's more than what the company is worth. That they have to pay because pound for pound. They could not prove, in fact, that these claims, that they stood by what they were saying. And what I found so surprising, because during that time, I mean, the, it was really the month of November, 
that's when the damage was really done. And like many of you, November of 2020, and I went to, I did a broadcast from the Rhode Island, the Board of Elections locally, where I still, but it wasn't the machines, and you have to understand that. I think they manipulate these ballots, these mail ballots, the ballot harvesting. People are voting more than once. I believe that. So, and, and nothing would back me off it, by the way. But what is so striking here was however it happened but sean hannity tucker carlson and some of the folks at fox they went all in on rudy giuliani and sydney sydney powell released the kraken that famous thing with lou dobbs all false all made up none of that was true of what she was saying and i recognize right now there's some people that they they still refuse to believe it they still want to believe that, in fact, that, you know, that, that no, 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 they stole it. It, that, that, that didn't happen. That whole thing about the release the Kraken and that, that Sidney Powell going off on Fox with with Lou Dobbs, let me just here's a quick clip Kraken, of it. Uh, will be unleashed. Here we uh, go. We were, uh, we were expecting perhaps your suit would be filed to yesterday or today. When shall we expect the, your lawsuit? Well, I think uh, no later than tomorrow. Uh, it's just going to be it's it's a massive document, and it's going to have a lot of exhibits. And, all and, lies. Uh, and who will be the defendant or defendant? Hold on. Well, you have promised a, 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 a kraken uh, yep. will be unleashed. Release uh, the we kraken. Are, uh, we Lou were expecting Dobbs, perhaps your Sid suit Powell. would be filed to She's yesterday or today. Lying to when her. shall we expect that your what lawsuit? What a disgrace this woman is. Well, I think uh, no later than tomorrow. Uh, it's just going to be it's, it's a massive document. Never happened. And it's going to have a lot of exhibits. She never produced it. And uh, and who will be the defendant or defendants? Uh, the defendants are going to be folks in Georgia who are responsible for uh, supposedly making sure the elections in Georgia are done properly. And there are just countless incidents of voter fraud and election fraud writ large in Georgia. All all fake. Didn't prove any of In it. Georgia, are you planning any other suits beyond Georgia? Yes, we are. We'll be rolling them out as fast as we possibly can. Never happened. Because it, it, it affected right. the entire country, actually. We even have an affidavit now from a, a, a distant state that's done by the one of the election officials in the state all telling made up. us all the things that person witnessed as being wrong there. Yep, all made up. So it, it, was, it was nationwide. Yep. Well, the, uh, the number up. of affidavits is voluminous now. The eyewitnesses are considerable. Uh, your your thoughts now about what will be the impact and can it be adjudicated uh, in such a way as to meet all of the uh, the deadlines that are uh, that are forced upon you? That is December eighth, December fourteenth. Uh, give us your sense of the timing and the urgency of of getting this to resolution. I mean, this is just... Yes, well, obviously it couldn't be more urgent. This woman yes, is a pathological the liar. should be able to be met, and the evidence is so overwhelming, it's almost as though they they were so blatant about it, they expected us to catch it, and, you know, maybe it's a diversion from something else that's going on. I don't know. But... Folks, I just, again, uh, not trying to spike the, the wall in the end zone here. Everything you heard from Sidney Powell was a lie. And I take no pleasure in once again confirming that. And it cost Fox $800 million. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get the most of your outdoor space with Limitless Outdoors. Call today for a free quote, 401 580 1852 limitless outdoors they specialize in patios walkways 
steps. They did a fantastic job on my outside steps. Outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installations, excavation. Call Limitless Outdoors today. Let's dream, build, and enjoy. 401-580-1852. Based in Smithfield, Limitless Outdoors. They also do indoor fireplaces or outdoor fireplaces limitless outdoors call them today free quote get the most of your outside you're gonna love what they can do for you 401-580-1852 401-580-1852 limitless outdoors dream build enjoy you're listing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. And you can always listen online at our website, depietro.com. So there's something really interesting in the city of Warwick. And if you go on to depietro.com, uh, where I also have links to not only, obviously, Facebook, but, but also on YouTube. I realize not everyone's on, as I hear from many of you, not everyone's on. I, okay, okay. YouTube, anyone can, can access. But there were these two black coyotes in the city of Warwick. And so yesterday, I thought, you know what, I'll take a shot. I mean, I know Warwick pretty well, fairly well. Um, and I, I understood there was somewhere in the Oakland Beach area. And sure enough, <laughs> I ride over there and boom, there they are. There's two of them. They're definitely not dogs. They're coyotes. They're black. And they're just kind of wandering around. So first I thought I would just film them, but then I found I could actually keep a, a decent, you know, safe distance. I don't want to be right on top of them. So I actually went live and did a live stream, and it's pretty interesting to watch them. Now then other people come along, and then these other people, you know, whatever. Some man, a very large individual, he's driving. His wife, who's another very large individual... She's filming. I don't know what they're going to do with this film. But anyhow, um, so it's pretty It's pretty interesting. And there's a, a number of different people. You know, the mayor and the police are saying just leave them alone. Uh, and they're saying keep your distance. Coyote's seen roaming in Warwick. But I don't think that's easy to do because as I capture, there's a family. And one of the coyotes goes up and starts drinking out of the in a pool they have like a little kiddie pool so the mother freaks and is saying to get inside the house uh to the kids and then they're yelling you can hear that on the video and then um and then they they are warning coyotes can you know go after house pets cats dogs so it could certainly be a problem and as much as someone may say well you know dogs can handle themselves but the fact is the um as much as you may say that when there's two of them and coyotes certainly have different you know different teeth than just a regular dog um that it, it could certainly be problematic so i think they're going to have to do something though because the dm says to residents there's nothing concerned uh they're not strictly nocturnal so they can be spotted during the day and they do help control you know population we need coyotes small rodents things like that so what they're saying is and i did capture some of this people were trying to feed them you shouldn't do that um you know just don't honk your horn but you know keep dogs on a leash cats inside don't feed them keeping them wild is key for their safety stay 150 feet away and so, uh, but it's it's definitely interesting. And I know, you know, as 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 per the norm, some people say, oh, you know, what's the big deal? But it's what is news? It's it's unusual. Now, also, speaking of the website dpetro.com, I was able to get some of those Providence Police body cam videos that shows the chaos where they're going after one of the ATV riders, and his bike won't start, so he starts running away. So he won't cooperate with the arrest and again this is on if you would like to see this video you just log on d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com it's also well it's a link to the youtube channel now 
because of the language and the nature of it, it's an 18 plus. You have to do things by age on YouTube. It's nothing. It's it's nothing too graphically violent, and the language is is really not that bad, except for a couple of f bombs here and there. But just to be on the safe side, so don't be um, dissuaded if you if you try to uh, obtain it or or watch it. I should say, and you can't readily do it. You have to do it with a YouTube account. Um, but it's it's pretty dramatic. It also shows what the Providence police go through as several of them are then coming back towards them and riding towards them. And it sure seems, though, the one they have on the ground, the one that they caught, because there's a pack of them, there's 25 to 30 of them, but the individual that they caught, that he is signaling to his friends, his fellow ETV riders, to come and kind of rescue him and get him off, you know, get him off the ground. And, and try to do something to get him free. And then he's now, none of them are, were fully prepared to do that, but the police had their taser gun out, and I believe one of the officers even drew his weapon. Because as you'll see in the video, the uh, ATV riders are zooming and, and roaring and yelling at the police as they have one of their co-riders. I don't know the nature of the relationships, so I'm not going to say friend. It could just be a group of people they all ride together. But anyhow, they have him on the ground, and they're calling for backup. It's a very, very chaotic scene. And you also see kind of the danger. So this individual, he has his hands under under him, and he's on the ground face down. And they're saying, give us your hands, and he won't pull his hands up. He keeps saying, oh, it's caught. But if you're a, a, a member of law enforcement, easily he could have a weapon. He could have a gun or a knife. And then you really got a problem. And and where this exacerbates is the individual will simply not cooperate. And then he's upset. And then you see him even in the back of the the squad car. This is a, some ATV rider who was arrested and his name was out there and so forth. But my point is he's in the squad car and he totally unapologetic. And then he's accusing them of, uh, well, you know, you guys were you guys were like beating them the stuffing out of me, so to speak, and a little more. But he doesn't even get into the fact that he wouldn't cooperate, wouldn't show them his hands, lying on his hands, uh, made for, you know, like a tussling arrest that only kind of complicated the, the situation a little bit. So, of course, no mention of that. <laughs> not acknowledging that, not seeing that in, in any way. And so... Um, so it leads to that. So again, if you log on at dipetro.com, now we also have the Winsocket shooting from the other night. We have the Chad Brown shooting from Saturday. We have all of the Coventry video that is very, very popular, but it's specifically the Black Coyotes. You know, I, I've covered a lot, obviously, with film. I mean, you know, hundreds of thousands of hours now. And if, if you look at it, I've never seen it like that. You have to see they're just at a trot. I, I understand the city is saying just, you know, to, to residents, leave them alone, ignore them. I don't know. It's kind of tough to ignore in, in a community where you're supposed to, I think all dogs are supposed to be on a leash. So you can't have loose dogs. This is, um, this is in Oakland Beach and Warwick where there were, there were many, there are, there's many of the houses are right on top of each other. You're not talking about like in a country setting. We're not talking about some coyotes in Smithfield or North Smithfield or, you know, Cumberland and Lincoln, where they'd have a little more room. It's, 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 you know, it is near the water, but it's pretty urban, right? Close knit. Some of those streets are tight. And so I think it's, I don't, I think the DEM is going to have to do something. And you can get up close enough to them. They could definitely tranquilize them and bring them somewhere and examine them. I think they're going to have to. I don't think they can just let them roam around this neighborhood, let alone the summertime is coming. And then who knows what's going to happen. And you also have, you know, a lot of the outdoor eating establishments have food around that are down around in that area. So I think that's one of those situations. They're going to have to uh, get up and do something. And another story to watch is in Cranston, where they're going to move these homeless encampments. So they have one at Fayfield, where I used to play Little League in Edgewood. That one, but then the other one is right near Chapel View Shopping Complex, 
And the city is now putting up signs saying no camping and no squatting. So cities and towns, folks, this is another example, by the way. The people are going to end up going where they are not chased out. But this is an example. This business of, well, there's nowhere to go and the shelters are full. Then where do you suggest these people go? You can't just start camping in these encampments. You can't just start camping on that's public property and these individuals need some kind of a guidance whether it is for employment or whether it is for substance abuse or whatever it is that they they it needs the message needs to be clear you can't just start camping everywhere all right we're not they're not and they're certainly not going to allow in the city of cranston you're listening to the john DePietro show This portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Lawn Doctor, your best lawn ever guaranteed. And I can tell you with my own experience what a fantastic job they did and have done with my lawn. The easiest thing to do is log on to their website. It's LawnDoctor.com. LawnDoctor.com. Put in your zip code, your best lawn ever guaranteed it's lawn doctor of rhode island you can call them 401-392-1025 but log on to their website lawndoctor.com to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com remember weekdays 11 to 2 but visit the website dipetro.com that's the best way to reach me there's a direct link contact john we also have all our sponsors right there we have unique original reporting stories videos also all our links to social media whether it's facebook when we do facebook live or youtube or twitter it's all right there at the website dipetro.com and then remember once you're there you can also visit the shop we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at dipetro.com. And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website dipetro.com. This portion of our program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, right off of 146. Delicious food and drink, always a nice crowd. You can either eat in the lounge area, there's normally a game on and a nice group of people there, or you could sit out in the dining room. Don't forget the nice weather, they have the deck open. The Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln, delicious food and drinks awaiting for you. I'll see you at the Lodge. <music> 